0: From North State Public Radio, I'm Ava Nora Grove with your headlines for Monday, February 5th. New research shows wildfire survivors rely on money raised through the crowdfunding website GoFundMe to recover and rebuild. NSPR's Jamie Xiong has more.
1: In 2021, a wildfire destroyed over a thousand homes near the University of Colorado Boulder. Professor of Finance Tony Cookson says it came within two miles of his home, impacting many in his social circle.
2: I knew a dozen people who had lost their homes, and one of the things that we noticed was that virtually every person who lost a home started a GoFundMe even while the fire was still burning.
1: That experience led to Money to Burn, his new study on the role crowdfunding plays in wildfire recovery. Cookson found crowdfunding brought in more than 10 times as much money for survivors, on average, as federal assistance provided. But not all crowdfunding campaigns are equally successful.
2: Our main result is that the people who have higher income uh, tend to raise quite a bit more.
1: Cookson says that's because rich people tend to have rich friends who give more and fundraise on their behalf. And they have more out-of-town connections who didn't experience the wildfire. Rebuild Paradise Foundation Executive Director Jen Goodland says she doesn't know if GoFundMe played as large a role in campfire recovery as it did in Colorado. But the study's findings about donors outside of the wildfire's footprint resonate with her.
0: So I lived in Colorado. I basically lived in a suburb of Denver during the campfire. And Yeah, I was one of those out of the geographical area of the campfire, and I helped my friends here.
1: Having a social network that isn't local and can donate is a kind of insurance against disaster, Cookson says. What
2: we're finding is that people who are uh, higher income, better credit risks, tend to have more insurance in this uh, informal insurance account.
1: Cookson says as actual insurance becomes more unaffordable in the north state and other high wildfire risk areas, people will look more to their social networks after a disaster. And the study confirms those who were already wealthy will have more resources to recover. In Chico, I'm Jamie Jiang.
0: The state has been lashed by what weather forecasters are calling a dangerous atmospheric river storm, bringing rain, high winds, and snow to upper elevations in the Sierra. Officials from across California's agencies held a briefing over the weekend to discuss preparations ahead of the storm. Nancy Ward is the director of Cal OES, the state's Office of Emergency Services. She warned people not to walk, swim, or drive through flooded roadways or go around barriers. Remember, six inches of water can down an adult in that water. Twelve inches of water can sweep away Your vehicle and two feet of water can move an SUV or a truck. Ward said it's important to stay updated through what she called trusted sources, including for information about potential evacuations. She urged residents to sign up for alerts at calalerts.org. And in other news, a forum that had been planned to discuss the Valley's Edge specific plan at Chico State this week has been canceled. The forum was going to be held by the university's Geography and Planning Department, but according to a recent email, event organizers say the forum will no longer take place after a review of California election law. The intended Valley's Edge development is up for a vote in March. It would be Chico's largest and would encompass more than 1,400 acres of land for mostly residential housing in the southeast part of the city. Also, Shasta County is empowering residents who have a concealed carry weapons license to possess concealed firearms in designated areas on county property. The county says it's currently working on public notice signage for these areas, which will be placed at the entrance of selected buildings. The move comes after a recent resolution was passed by the Shasta County Board of Supervisors. It's in response to a new gun safety bill in California that disallows concealed firearms in some public places. The law is being challenged in federal court. It's currently stayed and not in effect. Shasta County's resolution is effective immediately. And finally, recall elections would look a lot different under a new bill in the state legislature. Right now, a recall for a statewide office or a state legislator asks two questions on the same ballot, yes or no, and who should be the successor. Fullerton Democratic Senator Josh Newman, who wrote the new bill, says the recall process has been weaponized in ways never envisioned by its framers.
2: The inclusion of that second question as to who should replace the target of a state-level recall serves a very different and unintended function, presenting a powerful incentive to instigate a recall for strictly political reasons.
0: Marietta Republican Senator Kelly Ciarto voted against the measure. He thinks having two questions on the recall ballot is a good thing.
2: A quick resolution, that's what it was built for. This new attempt is not a quick resolution. This will create ballot fatigue, if you will, for some communities.
0: The measure was approved by the Senate. It's now in the Assembly. The bill is a constitutional amendment. That means if approved by the full legislature, the matter would go to voters later this year. And those are your headlines for Monday, February 5th. Our theme song is Burrow and courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions. For more local and state news, head to our website, mynspr.org. For NSPR News, I'm Evanor Grove.